boots it brings home I just can't imagine now what I was thinking at all My friends are staring at me Had an interesting day at work yesterday. Work has just been interesting in general though lately. I mean, if you know about retail, then you know that if anybody walks in with a mask, everyone's kind of like, oh shoot, are we about to get robbed? But of course, when you're in a global pandemic, things tend to change a little bit. I mean, I've seen people walk in with just bandanas on their face and they look like they're heading to the extra section of a Western being shot somewhere. But no, it's just that they, they're trying to protect themselves. But uh, I did see one guy walk in with like, it looked like a gas mask. Like not quite a World War One mask. I haven't seen that. But the bottom half, like it had plugs for an inhaler. And he walked in wearing that. And I almost expected him to go into a speech about Gotham and how the Batman had his permission to die. But he didn't. So everything went on as usual. But uh did hear from a coworker that he saw someone take their mask off and then sneeze just like this, which to me that defeats the whole purpose of a mask. But what do I know? What do I know? So uh, what I want to talk about today uh, was a little bit about this coronavirus response bill, but I want to talk a little bit first about what had been done previously. So I heard from a different podcast that I watch and listen to that Donald Trump had put $1.5 trillion into the stock market to basically hold things steady. USA Today, WSJ, and Vox basically say that that's what happened. Um, Vox does note that it's not actually just a stimulus, like a gift of $1.5 trillion. It's actually loans that have to be paid back fast. And then whenever I went to Slate.com, literally... The title is, No, the Fed did not just give stock traders $1.5 trillion. So I'm going to leave you to do your own research as far as that goes. Um, as far as $1.5 trillion being put to help the stock market. But what I wanted to look at was written by DailyMail.co.uk. Uh, I usually prefer the Daily Mail. Uh, I try to avoid CNN. I try to avoid Fox News. Uh, the Daily Mail is actually based out of the UK, and they, as a result, are pretty unbiased. They refer to American politicians as conservative and liberal without any positive or negative connotation, which is a good thing. But this article that I'm reading is entitled, Congratulations, America! Trump salutes Senate after it unanimously passes $2.2 trillion coronavirus bill to send $1,200 to many Americans after days of deadlock. But most won't see their money till May. Alright, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about this. The bill passed the Senate 96 to 0. And Trump tweeted after midnight writing, 96 to 0 in the United States Senate. Congratulations, America, with America in all caps. This article was written by Keith Griffith for the DailyMail.com. He wrote it on March 26th, 20, I'm sorry. He wrote it on March 25th, 2020, and then updated it on the 26th. Um, but the bill altogether is 883 pages. 
the largest economic relief bill in U.S. history, and both parties' leaders were desperate for quick passage as the virus took lives and jobs by the hour. This is quoting, I'm reading this. Discussing lifting the lockdown, Trump acknowledged, I'm not going to do anything rash or hastily. I don't do that, but the country wants to get back to work. Yeah, because when I think about the Trump presidency, rash and hasty are definitely words that I wouldn't use. But let's, uh, you know, I actually got to thinking about this channel and the content that I look at and the things that I discuss. And I decided what I should at least try to do for a little while is what I did with the State of the Union. Basically, I gave you the source. I gave you links to the State of the Union. And I, what I actually did was I cut out the applause. And in one version, there was a little bit of applause but there were highlights in it. You got to see the Democrats responding to Trump's speech. You got to see uh, little highlights here and there. And then I had one where I cut off all applause whatsoever. Uh, and then after posting that, I also added in my thoughts. So I let you actually see what happened, what the actual content is. Then you get to see my thoughts on it. So what I think I'm probably going to do for this is read to you from the Daily Mail online what's in the $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus package, and then I'll give you my thoughts on the matter. So let's start with what is in the $2 trillion coronavirus, coronavirus stimulus package. Loans and guarantees to businesses, state and local governments, $500 billion total. It includes up to $50 billion for passenger airlines, $8 billion for cargo carriers, $17 billion for businesses critical to maintaining national security, Companies accepting loans may not repurchase outstanding stock, must maintain their employment levels as of March 13, 2020, to the extent practicable, and bar raises for two years to executives earning over $425,000 annually. Companies are not eligible for loans if top administration officials, members of Congress, or their families have 20% control. Includes $350 billion in loans for companies with 500 employees or fewer, including nonprofits, self-employed people in a hotel and restaurant chains, with no more than 500 workers per location. So small businesses, basically. Government provides eight weeks of cash assistance through loans to cover payroll, rent, and other expenses, much of which would be forgiven if the company retains workers. Also, $17 billion to help small businesses repay existing loans. $10 billion for grants up to $10,000 for small businesses to pay operating costs. There's also a section about emergency unemployment insurance, $260 billion altogether. It includes an extra 13 weeks of coverage for people who have exhausted existing benefits. It also covers part-time self-employed gig economy workers. The weekly benefit increases of up to $600. The healthcare section of this bill is altogether $150 billion. It includes $100 billion for grants to hospitals, public and nonprofit health organizations, and Medicare and Medicaid suppliers. $150 billion of aid to state and local governments, with at least $1.5 billion for smallest states. Direct payments to people. A one-time payment of $1,200 per adult, $2,400 per couple, $500 per child. The amounts begin phasing out at $75,000 for individuals, $150,000 per couple. There's also a set of tax breaks. Temporarily waives penalties for virus-related early withdrawals and eases required minimal annual disbursements 
disbursements, I never see that word, from some retirement accounts. It increases deductions for charitable contributions. Employers who pay furloughed workers can get tax credits for some of those payments. Postpones business payments of payroll taxes until 2021 or 2022. Department of Homeland Security, $45 billion for a disaster relief fund to reimburse state and local governments for medical response, community services, other safety measures. It also extends federal deadlines for people getting driver's licenses with enhanced security features called Real ID from October 1st, 2020 to September 30th, 2021. Now, for my understanding of the Real ID, please correct me if I'm wrong, is that it is essentially a federal ID. You can use it if you're traveling by plane. Um, it's almost like a stand-in for a passport. It is recognized by the U.S. government. There's also a section of the Coronavirus Bill for Education. $31 billion, which includes $13.5 billion for states to distribute to local schools and programs. $14 billion to help universities and colleges. Coronavirus treatments. $27 billion for research and development of vaccine and treatments, stockpiling medical supplies. There's also a section in here for transportation, which includes $25 billion for public transit systems, $10 billion for publicly owned commercial airports, extending intended to sustain 430,000 transit jobs, $1 billion for Amtrak. Side note, not surprising. For veterans, $20 billion, including $16 billion for treating veterans at VA facilities, $3 billion for temporary and mobile facilities. Food and agriculture, $15.5 billion for food stamps, $14 billion for supporting farm income and crop prices, $9.5 billion for specific producers, including specialty, specialty, I pretend to pronounce these the British way sometimes, specialty crops, dairy and livestock, $8.8 billion for child nutrition, money for food banks, farmers markets. Uh, section for defense and the coronavirus bill, $10.5 billion for defense department, including $1.5 billion to nearly triple the 4,300 beds currently in military hospitals, $1.4 billion for states to deploy up to 20,000 members of National Guard for six months, $1 billion under Defense Production Act to help private industry boost production of medical gear. Money cannot be used to build President Donald Trump's proposed wall along Mexican border, which got a sidebar here again. Funny, funny. Social programs includes $3.5 billion in grants for child care and early education programs. $1 billion in grants to help communities address local economic problems. $900 million in heating, cooling aid for low-income families. $750 million for extra staffing for Head Start programs. Economic aid to communities. $5 billion in community development block grants to help state and local governments expand health facilities, child care centers, food banks, and senior services. $4 billion in assistance for homeless people. $3 billion for low-income renters. $1.5 billion to help communities rebuild local industries, including tourism, industry supply chains, business loans, $300 million for fishing industry. Native American communities, $2 billion for healthcare, equipment, schools, and other needs. Diplomacy, $1.1 billion, including $324 million to evacuate Americans and diplomats overseas. $350 million to help refugees. $258 million in international disaster aid. $88 million for the Peace Corps to evacuate its volunteers abroad. Elections. $400 million to help states prepare for 2020 elections with steps including expanded vote by mail, additional polling locations.
Arts, $150 million for federal grants to state and local arts and humanities programs. $75 million for Corporation for Public Broadcasting. $25 million for Washington, D.C. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts. Congress, $93 million, including $25 million for the House and $10 million for the smaller Senate for teleworking and other costs. $25 million for cleaning the Capitol and Congressional Office buildings. I got to say right off, just when I talk about my thoughts on this, does it take $25 million for cleaning the Capitol and Congressional Office buildings? $25 million, is that really necessary? Let me say one thing that I did think was a good idea is the veteran section, for one thing. That's a good thought, I think. I think that whenever you put your life on the line, even though the people that are giving the orders should be held accountable hard, and obviously you have chosen voluntarily to join into the military, I think that Uncle Sam should spot you, should take care of you during this time, especially if you are diagnosed with coronavirus as a veteran, um, and, and many of which are disabled. Not all, but there's a number who are disabled veterans. I think especially they should uh, be helped by at the VA, of course. Um, as, as far as small businesses and companies like Boeing that Trump has talked about bailing out, I'm not a fan of that idea. To me, when hard economic times come, you should have saved money aside. Don't just live as you go, flying in by the seat of your pants. If you're doing that, you're not a very wise CEO and there should be consequences for being unprepared. So having said that, why should the government move in and help small businesses if they can't make payroll? Why didn't you save money? Why didn't you think, you know, we even though we're in a really nice Trump economy with record low unemployment, which is arguable. This problem with unemployment, and uh, I was listening to Kyle Kalinske debate Charlie Kirk about this. But there's another number which... that figure of which escapes me, that measures the real unemployment. And Trump used to talk about it whenever Obama was president. But regardless, the way that unemployment is quantified now does not count people that have given up, which a lot of conservatives noted whenever Obama was in. But then when Trump got in and started doing his economic decisions, people didn't really pay attention to, hey, this is unemployment, but what about the people that have given up? They're not being counted. They should be. The actual unemployment, which... To be fair, is also lower under Trump, but we need to focus on getting those people back to work. Why have they given up? Get them back to work. They need to be working. This is good. This is productive. This is good for our country. And um, having said that, the businesses, whenever they make bad decisions and they say, well, you know, we're in a good economy now, so who cares if we save money right now? Because things can only go up and up and up. And... Uh, then something like this happens and the stock market tanks or doesn't completely crash but goes way down and unemployment starts going up. Uh, the problem here is you didn't save money for a rainy day and now the government is saying, well, uh, don't never fear, we'll give you a loan. I would like consequences. In a free market system, th that would not happen. The bad businesses would fail and the businesses that were wise and smart would survive. And there's just a whole lot of different things in this bill. Like when it talks about elections, I get that we need to make sure that we keep things safe and clean, but it still seems just like a whole, whole bunch of money. When we look at the different things for elections, it's $400 million. Can't that be done cheaper? Again, when I look at all this, $2.2 trillion just seems like way, way, way too much. And we cannot afford to keep spending money as we make it in. Because again, the GDP for the United States is about to 
I've heard numbers for anywhere from two and six trillion dollars. But if we're spending it in bills like this, of course we're borrowing money from China, which is another thing that Trump talked about with the national debt and getting us out of national debt. Now, in ways, he has made some fiscally responsible decisions, but in many other ways, he has not. Um, altogether, I mean, he's bragged about spending $1 trillion on the military. Now, can't that be done for cheaper? Can't we put, I mean, Obama did all the cuts where he made the military a lot smaller since pre-World War II, but can't you put more people into the military without spending $1 trillion? I would think so. I mean, I would think that, that and that's, I don't think it's unreasonable for me to want that. Especially when you look at just straight up as Jesse Ventura or Rand Paul would say, we can't go broke. We have to make sure that we don't. We don't have the money for it. We're in debt. And practically speaking, I don't think it's wise. And this is what Rand Paul was talking about with Marco Rubio in the Republican debates. You have to ask, is it conservative to spend this much money? And I would say, no, it's not conservative. And even though I'm not conservative, I'm a libertarian. Um, it's not wise either. It's not practical. This is not the, the Dave Ramsey way. This is not the economically feasible way to do things, to spend this much money, $2.2 trillion, and putting in a $1.5 trillion alone into the stock market to try and keep things as is. But anyway, this has all been my thoughts, and I hope that you were educated by listening to me read this article, and hopefully you have an idea now about what's actually in the bill, the stimulus bill itself. Again, I'm going to put up the screenshot here, the... The actual title of the article is Congratulations America, Trump salutes Senate after it unanimously passes $2.2 trillion coronavirus bill to send $1,200 to many Americans after days of deadlock, but most won't see their money till May by the DailyMail.com based in the UK. Of course, I'm Josh on the Stand for Something channel where the only thing worth standing for is liberty.